The following episode of Fofop is classified MA. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen shaped hole, and mild coarse language. Fofop advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deek speaking. Hello and welcome to Fofop. I'm Will Anderson, and uh, you know it's been Fofop's back. That's what I'm going to say uh, because there's been two this week. Yes, that's right. There's a recent one that just went up uh, with the guys from the Weekly Planet, which is a brilliant sort of comic book, comic book movie podcast that I really love, and uh, we're uh, going to be doing some work with those guys, and uh, they were really brilliant to have on the podcast. So if you have not checked it out, I would highly recommend that. Uh, but welcome back to Fofop. It's been too long. Uh, guest Charlie, Gareth Reynolds. Hello, Will. It's nice to have you here. Sorry, nice I should to be po- here. I should point out to the people at home though, we're doing this in a way that we have not done it before, which is naked. Uh, naked. Yeah. Oh, and there's another thing. And there's another thing. Yeah. I am standing up. Yes. Because when I'm naked, I have to. <laughs> yeah. No. And I like to sit when I stand. We're led by Trump. Who? Yeah. We're sitters. And, and, and I have like a sort of like faux leather chairs. Uh, in my living room, faux so flop chairs. I imagine, yeah, that's yeah. it. Everything's faux. <laughs> faux, yeah, faux or toe. In this entire house, he only does photo. Yeah, that's uh, the whole place. Everything <laughs> is not quite what it seems to be. It's called faux shui. You know what it is. Oh, yeah. you know it. Oh yeah, he only eats faux. Yeah, it's yeah. very. He only eats faux. He's not doing well. Oh, he only stands now. He can't sit on anything because of his rules of architecture. Okay, that's what I was going to say. That I'm standing up <laughs> yes. because. Uh, as a stand-up, yeah, as it has been well documented uh, on uh, my various podcasts of late, that I've been suffering with a long-running uh, sort of back and hip complaint. Yep. And uh, the good news is that when I'm standing up now, when I'm walking around, uh, and when I'm lying down and sleeping, those things are going quite all right. Right. Uh, but the sitting down bits in between are still causing me a great deal of cons- discomfort. Yeah. So. So essentially, um, if I was playing that improv game where you had to be standing up, sitting down, or laying right, down, right. I could like do two of the three. Well, but you I got me, so I'll just be the sick right. guy. It won't be dynamic as far as <laughs> stage presence goes, but I think it'll work. Just the world's, <laughs> you're just, yeah, you're world's just, laziest improv truth. Yeah, yeah. Like one guy just always sits down. Oh my gosh. That would be a great way for them to have played that game to nobody switch spots the whole time. Well, not very entertaining. Uh, not a lot of connection in the scene. And uh, nobody moved positions. Uh, by the way, we're about to play Word at a Time Story. It's a conversation between me and a mime. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's really good. It's good how he does it. He knows what the next word is really instinctively. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's the guy who does sit. Right. <laughs> he's the sit guy, isn't he? He's the same guy. He's the best one to sit. They play that expert double figures where you put the arms through, yeah, and it's just his arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you guys understood the premise of the game. Someone's supposed to put their arms through his. I mean, he literally just made an omelet. I, I don't. You know what I mean? Sitting wasn't good. 
<laughs> did you do um, improv games? Like, were you oh involved God, in yeah. some sort of improv? Oh, that was, I mean, that's basically what, like, the first thing I did when I was in Milwaukee was, there. I, to my knowledge, there wasn't much of a stand-up scene, but there was this place called Comedy Sports. And I kind of got involved there when I was like 14. I started like taking classes there. Why, by the way, because like there was theater sports and then obviously in your story, comedy sports. Yes. What do you think it was with the, the theater types trying to pretend that what they were doing was sports? When you have a winner, you stick with it. Okay. I mean, it's really theater games, isn't it? And comedy games. Yes. It's not really sports. No. Well, there was a point system, but that's that's again one of those things that if you're if you're indoctrinated to it, like as a youth, you yeah. don't ask questions. So I was just like, of course, it's on astroturf. Yeah, but it just makes sense. Having points doesn't actually. In the long run, you learn that points and improv maybe don't jive right. as much as you thought I mean, when you were midnight 14. Midnight isn't a sport, right? <laughs> no, like, it'd be weird if the Olympics went this year as a demonstration sport. When, <laughs> when the LA has the Olympics <laughs> in 2024. It's going to happen, like, dude. A demonstration sport is at midnight. Get ready. We are going to get the funniest improvisers and pop culture knowledge people. What the hell right is around this? The world. <laughs> what, the, why? what the hell? And everyone's just standing and sitting or laying. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, now that I think about it, if they were at the Olympics and at midnight version where it was like the funniest improvisers from each country, like playing Ugh. at midnight against each other Ugh. to see which country was the best at at midnight, Ugh. I would actually tune oh, in for that. Dude, and you know, you know, <laughs> like think of how I'm, I'm very bored by the Olympics they, and think about what's going to happen. The more irrelevant it gets, the more they'll right. be like grasping for that. So it is a matter of time until they at midnight, the Olympics. Well, maybe, Welcome to at Olympics. <laughs> well, maybe not at midnight because maybe the language barrier is going to be a problem, but like, no Trey, you just got to find, it's also best comedic translator. <laughs> you could, but you could family feud it or something, right? Okay. Could, I'm listening. <laughs> right. I'm listening. You could definitely pair up. <laughs> like teams from different countries in a family feud style <laughs> format. Right? Listen, I'm, I'm never going to push back about throwing the family feud into yeah. anything. International family feud. <laughs> Olympic family feud. <laughs> Welcome to the Olympic Games. Uh, tonight, the family feud style. I mean, they surveyed like 100 people at the UN. <laughs> to get the results. We surveyed one person from every country. Right. That's good. <laughs> we surveyed one person. because then it gives From you every a, Olympic participating nation. Then it gives you a cultural insight. Yeah, into that but then you're also baffled. To know what, like, you know, their yeah. most popular pot and pan is. Octopus is the best snack? What oh. the fuck is happening? Sorry. I don't know. It's crazy here. <laughs> Did you not know how crazy this is? Our ratings were bad. <laughs> I feel like that would be a ratings winner. <laughs> I'm so in. It's I'm crazy. pretty much in, Ted. Like, I, I reckon if you opened any of those. Oh, here's one. Okay. Here we go. Okay. Because this one they actually play in other countries, right? Okay. So what if you took, like, you? oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. I like it. We're having Eurekas right. within Eurekas. Here we go. Yeah. So, like, you know how Survivor is a TV show that... Uh, every year kind of ha wants to have some new hook. You right, know, be yes. Brains versus brawn versus beauty. Or right. it'll be like millennials versus Gen X. Or right. they, they always want a hook. Right. right. So this is a good show. To Elderly versus toddler was a weird season. <laughs> so so many, many deaths. So many. so many deaths. Far too many deaths. They should not have aired that. They really shouldn't have. Who would have thought the toddlers would have killed the old people? It was crazy what they did with a coconut. Right. Those kids, some of those kids were over five. Right. That's what it said in the press. Some of those kids were over five. So 
That was crazy. Um, okay, so Survivor is a, a format that is already looking for a hook. So yeah. this is why, and it's internationally recognized. Right. Yeah. This is why I think it's a sellable. Some nations format. just play it in general year round without filming it. Anyway, well, here's what I'm saying. Okay, how about you do some <laughs> international version of Survivor? Okay, okay, right. right. So because you're inter- taking right, yeah, because you can take those skills, yeah, like because then you would actually realize that it might be that like. You know, are the Americans the best because they play Survivor the most? Or is it a situation where, like in some of these countries where you actually have to, like, you know, live a bit more like Survivor? Put you your money more... on the Ethiopian with right. over an American. Yeah, but, You'll but have the, the American then, being like, oh, that steak would have been so good. And the Ethiopian would just be like, the shade's where you want to be. Yeah, but you know what? The other thing is that how's the Ethiopian social game? Because Survivor's it, also about the social true. game. You know? I don't know, yeah. I mean, how will he go come jury? Yeah. Like, <laughs> if he's been winning all the challenges. Just all you know, he's seen as a threat yeah. early on. He they can't pronounce his Afrikaans name. They're just like, eh, Umbert too? Uh, I, I don't know, but that guy, the weird Kenyan guy who sits under the tree. Well, this is the fun, I think, about, you know, sort of international world Survivor. Because the way Survivor works is there really are those sort of different facets to the game. Yeah. And one of them is a sort of like scheming to get you through. For one of sure. them is having a good social Keep game. Keep your eye on the Russian. You know? Swiss out right away. Right. Yeah. And then you've got to get to a jury system yeah. where you've got to have enough people yeah. on the jury <laughs> yeah. that will vote for you come the final Someone tri- poisoned Sven's rice. Right. Uh, who, uh, let's not go shouting names. <laughs> let's not go pointing fingers right now. What we need is time for investigation. I don't know. Uh, Seems strange, Dimitri. Should not seem weird. <laughs> Eat your rice. I'm not eating my rice. Try it. No. Come on. Everybody eat rice first. And then lay down. Take nip. You'll be tired. <laughs> That's a fun show. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's a fun show. It's That's a great a show. show. No, no, it's not a fun show. It's a great Olympics. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, these are Olympic events. Yeah. We yeah. need to take things that are, like, almost like sports. Yeah. So Survivor is almost like a sport. Survivor. Right? The Survivor tweak, I'm very in on. Olympic Survivor. <laughs> Who do we go to the, on this? We got to go to the top. Well, I mean, here's the you, thing. You're, you're international. <laughs> do your thing. I mean, I don't think it works like that. I don't know how it works. Like, I, I mean, neither. But I will say this, as I flew into America this time, because um, I've not really... USA? The USA, the United States of America. Number one? Uh, the first thing I noticed was... Things are good? Well, so <laughs> I've only flown in uh, twice uh, in... Well, I flew in the day after the election, and okay. then I've flown in one time since, which was in January, and then I haven't been back since. Okay. But I remember the day after the election, when I came in, I was very aware of the giant uh, picture of President Obama that yeah. greets you at the airport. Yeah. <laughs> and on the way in, I realized this is probably the first time that I would see the giant picture of President Trump at the airport. But... I didn't see it. No. It's weird, right? <laughs> I don't know. Shouldn't it be there? It should be there. I, uh, Why is it not there? I don't know. I mean, it's weird. It's totally weird. It's I, weird. Yeah. No. I, well, is I, it think, like they think, I people, think it's like we're think like, yeah, got- we didn't get the papers yet. We sent you the papers again. Like, we, you know, people just don't want to acknowledge it. Do they think people don't know? I mean, we are. I think there is a little bit of, uh, you know, just close your eyes and pretend this isn't happening. Right. <laughs> yeah, so that's the airport version. We'll put up the next one. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, I, it was really one of those things, whereas I, w- I was very aware. I was like, oh, I'm going to see that President Trump yeah. picture. 
And then I just went, just hang on. that dopey, pursed lip look. I was like, did they take us a different way? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, you went through the normal terminal. Right. <laughs> you went through, yeah, you went through terminal world. It was really, and then it was really easy to get through. So Trump's doing something right. Uh, that's all no, saying. no, well. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, well, he's he's definitely thrown um, some I mean, international and when you passengers get, into Well, that's what the airport disarray. seems so much less crowded. <laughs> I mean, it is. Shot through. Yeah, no, <laughs> like I was out of a goddamn <laughs> cabin. Bag right away. No one around Bag when I got right out away. there. Straight into a taxi, missed the traffic. <laughs> Normally go into traffic, but I'm I was like right an hour there. and a half earlier. I walked. I got a nap in. My whole day's been better. Anyway, thank you, Trump. Anyway. Making the airport great. Yeah, yes. Sure. Really. Is. Yeah, things are good. No, yeah. yeah, he's really well that was part of it. That was the only thing he said that I was like, I'll take that was like he he was basically like, I'll, you know, make the our airports are substandard and we need better airports. And I was like, that I feel like that's true. A lot of air I mean, especially LAX, nothing. Maybe because we haven't put the picture up yet. I did uh want to use that a little in my uh defense if it ever came to it after my uh wagga wagga uh, airline incident after wagga gate after wagga gate yeah um because uh, i really w- was going to give the evidence of my u.s touring schedule uh-huh. uh and i would have been like i say look here's some flights i took in the last two years yeah i i, I fly on comedy club uh budgets yeah. so i fly on like the worst flight yeah. on the worst day spirit airlines back row nothing right Bag lost. Nothing. Right. Flew Delta nine times. Didn't nine get dragged t- off the fucking plane. Middle seat. You think Wagga Wagga's going to break me? Wagga Wagga ain't breaking me. <laughs> I'm breaking Wagga. <laughs> yeah, I mean, American airports uh, are traditionally quite terrible, but... Yeah, for the most... Well, the bigger the city, the shittier the port, but right. uh, LAX is just a... a Big shithole and just. Well, here's what I would say: if I was one of those people who lived my life completely anecdotally, it was the best running I've ever had. Got straight through. The guy I was talking to was really chipper. Uh, wished me luck with my gigs. Wanted, yeah, wanted to know where I was performing. Had a had but, a bit of a chat about comedy. Saying being able to say some sort of interesting thing in that situation is so helpful. Being able to be like, I'm a comedian, or something like that, is such a great. Like, because I said, I don't even know what they're doing. I mean, they're essentially ev- ev- evaluating your shadiness just off of, you know, three sentences and just the stare. Right. So, but if you say something like, oh, I'm doing a podcast, or like, I have stand up here, they're, they're sort of like, huh? Well, what, uh, where, what's your best joke? Or, you know, whatever. You got something when you're, you're in. Because those situations are normally a little tense. Yeah. Especially well, coming into America. Well, this is the thing coming into America and as like a comedian. Like, I do feel a little like, you know, you don't want to like be joking around in those situations. So you have to really like say you're a comedian in a very serious way. Yeah. Like you can't say I'm a comedian because then they might think you're being a comedian. Yeah. Rather than just being a comedian. Right. It's like it's like getting soup from the soup Nazi. You're just like less is more. Let's just get this over with as soon as possible. I am a comedian, but I realize this is not a comedic moment. So you recognize that I don't need you to be funny, but I know that you're funny. Right. All right. You know, <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. I like that attitude. Right, not I, pushing it, yeah. owning it. I am professionally funny. I yeah. could make you laugh in this situation, but I also recognize this is not a situation where I should be making you laugh. I remember one time when I was when I worked at comedy sports before I started doing the actual improv. Like my first 
oh, not my first, but you know, one of my early jobs was I was a ballet parker. So I'd wear a tutu and I would like pirouette around the parking lot and direct people to spots. <laughs> I know it sounds insane, but like, at the time. Do, do you think they thought of the idea first or the pun first? It's chicken or the egg, I right. think. Yeah. <laughs> do you think someone just came up with the pun ballet, ballet parker? And just and like so, it was just so good, they were just like, "Fuck!" We're someone looked this. out a window and was like, "Can it be realized?" Mm, I wonder, <laughs> can it be? But I remember I was flying back from England with my mother, or maybe alone, and I wrote down for job ballet Parker, and the guy was just like, "What does that mean?" And like I explained it, thinking it would be like sort of charming and get me through, and it to- right away he's like, I'll "Go talk to that guy over there." I was like, "No, not the other guy." <laughs> Fuck. Like, I had to go. Had to go see the other guy. He was like, "What do you do?" I was like, "I really, I'm a student mainly." But at bare minimum, even if they're not suspicious of you, if you have a job like that in a boring job, I imagine like that, where they have to send a certain amount of pe- people over, yeah, you're getting sent over, yeah, because at least you're going to give Gary like a funny story, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. at least later in the lunchroom, you'll yeah. be able to go. Hey. Flagged a ballet parker earlier. Yeah, how about the ballet parker? <laughs> Did you see old ballet parker? Hey, hey, everyone, ballet, ballet parking. Someone else gets Let me direct drunk. you to your spot. Yeah. Let me direct you where to sit. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm naked in like some office. Like, why? <laughs> yeah, we've been talking about you. <laughs> so you do have those kind of issues. Like, you have those worries like you understand america is like a, you know a country like you said yeah you know that quite seriously high at, on security at the airport and yeah. high on security so so you know you do have those little worries when you come in well that's also when like you when you know i've flown domestically in australia you get so mad <laughs> because the process is so simple right as far as compared to america i mean it's just so and even even simple situations in america pale in comparison to the simplicity of flying domestically and you know most other countries but australia when we were flying there we were like ever i mean we i mean it's all we did was just sit around we'd just be at the bar having a beer before the flight like god so i mean why don't we do that there you know? I mean, it is one of those things where even in the worst experience that i've had in australia most of the time i'm like this is still better than most of yeah the, even when the american thing works properly that took six minutes i'm right. pissed <laughs> Yeah. In America, you're like, ah, oh, I'm going to miss my flight. That's a shame. Well, <laughs> should have gotten here four hours early instead. That's a shame. I'm not going to make it, obviously. Yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> what are they going to do? Yeah, oh, I, nothing? Oh, they'll do nothing. Oh, nothing. No, I'm going to have to fly another airline. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe live here. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm freaking out for sure. But, you know, I just I should have gotten here five hours early. Like I said, I, just, I didn't plan properly for the situation that I know this is. <laughs> yeah. This is clearly the best way to run a system. Oh, it's it's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> Have a bunch of disgruntled people work for minimum wage looking for bombs and flagging people because they're upset. Right. That'll do it. Here's also a great idea. Take your shoes off, dickheads. Let's make sure that people who have a capacity to fly, so probably puts them in a category of people who are vital and important to the economy in some way. Yeah. Let's take them out of circulation for five or six hours every fucking day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck off. Shall we remove their dignity? We're so important that yeah. the rules of fucking society don't apply. I Truly. I, I mean, mean, seriously. <laughs> dude, it is. the and And here too... You know, you have the the crazy sort of total recall machine when you fly domestically that is sort of just looks like it's basically a portal to another dimension. And you have to go through that. And that's this like radiated 
bot where, you know, where like, you know, per- politicians and stuff won't go in that shit. And, you know, and we're just like gerbils like, OK, right. Let me get in the thing. You said it's OK, right? I'm, I mean, there used to be this idea of like airline travel that it was somehow like some glamorous experience. Oh, man. Yeah. Used to be. Right. You, I mean, you picked like it, it used to be like a thing. People, I mean, you'd then you wouldn't be reading shit. You'd just be going, "Holy shit!" Right? Holy shit! Look at this shit! You, but we're going to fucking Canada, guys. Are you kidding? Four hours we're going to. I mean, what the fuck is going on? Whoa! It is really one of those things. I, I, I wonder what it's like as an industry because there are plenty of industries that have to do this eventually, you know. Like the golden age is over. Yeah. You know, you hear it about, I mean, you know, Hollywood, whatever. Like, yeah. you know, that idea that there was this time of like complete excess where like you could just sort of Cocaine like, was everywhere. Right. Yeah. Yeah, those sort of That's times. really all I remember. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I crave. Well, that's <laughs> that's normally a consistent in these stories. Yeah, right. yeah. Like in stories of times of great excess. Every good era. Yeah. yeah. Cocaine was everywhere. Cocaine, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, like, he was John Coke. Uh, That's how he wrote it. Yeah, okay. Right. Oh, good to know. Oh, cocaine was everywhere? Uh, of course, oh, everywhere. Yeah. On a plate. Yeah, so it was, yeah, but that's the scene in the movie yeah. of this time is somebody, like it's an establishing shot at a party or event and somebody twirls around with a plate and it's got a pile of cocaine Yeah, of course, yeah, and a butcher's knife. That There must be those times where you realize you're going to have to make your business or your industry shit for it to survive or or you make that decision to do that whether it's right or not yeah it's kind of disappointing it is because because it really could it could have been like you know there are it's really that they it's when companies get spoiled by making a shitload of money i mean you know every quarter you're supposed to grow a company more and if you don't i mean that truly is the you know the obvious issue with capitalism and that sort of philosophy but in order for them to do that because of multiple you know issues they are now cramming you in when we were flying back from australia they canceled our flight because there were too few people on it right which i was like that just wouldn't have happened like 5 years ago that it just is an insane thing and it used to be like there there was an era where it still where you it recognized it as a convenience and you kind of were over it, but it still was an enjoyable experience. You'd still have comfortable seats. You'd have leg room. They'd give you a lot of free shit. You know, you didn't have to pay for your bags. And now it's just this whole thing, every way they can milk you, even with the way here that you have to get rid of uh, your liquids. I'm sure it, I don't know if it's it's the same. same. Yeah. So that here is such a crazy, I mean, people here just consume so much bottled water and shit. So that here, and they charge you at the airport prices here. They, they, they have no clue what the real world is doing price wise. I mean, they've gone crazy. It's a great system where they go get, make them get rid of everything and then sell those things inside the like eight times the price like nail clippers for example yeah can't bring them through no but here's what you can do yeah go over to that pharmacy right there <laughs> and purchase yourself a pair can't of nail i clippers. commit the same crime still uh, buy them or not right. fuck you <laughs> right yeah 
No, and the, and it and it's with everything. I remember when I a bag of almonds one time. I was buying it just very casually, and the guy, like as I was approaching, like he knows right. this drill so much that he needs to tell people, "Hey, you're not gonna want to buy this. It's insane." He's like, "Those are twenty dollars," and I go, "Are you?" And he's like, "The twenty And I was like, "No, I don't want them." What is happening in here? I mean, I did read about somewhere or hear about somewhere or you know establish this half piece of information in the way that we do in these modern times and I'm about to pass it on as I've invented something yeah, here's something that might be happening that I'm now going to try to give you more of a gist possible of fake I news uh I believe there is an airport in uh, America, and I'm gonna like there is. Have there's another, a bunch of them. I'm gonna have another stab, but maybe like in like somewhere that has like sort of your more your hip progressive politics, like like a Portland, okay, like that sort of sure. vibe, where there's some sort of regulation that the airport prices they have to be local businesses in right. the airport, like you know, so they have to be businesses from. Like the local like Portland area, if it is Portland. This yeah. is where I'm now just padding. I'm in fine stuff with it. It may or may <laughs> it, not be it, true. It's Portland <laughs> in our heads. Um, it's close to Portland. Yeah. And uh and they're uh, they've got to charge the same price at the airport wow. as they would charge at the shop like that's in oh my God. Portland. So if that is happening, it may be happening in Portland. Okay, so for those not. news buffs out there, this is uh, perhaps uh, true and maybe somewhere like Portland. They, here, are things, and here, are, here are things that either are happening or I thought were a good idea when I had them in a dream. <laughs> Welcome to maybe happening, possibly a delusion. <laughs> I've flown internationally in the last couple of days. There is a chance that that is just something I experienced during an endome-induced dream. This essentially, we just had Facebook the conversation. Right. Yeah. But it sounds right, so... <laughs> it feels right. Why would you look it up? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But they they do not employ that theory, I mean, anywhere. That is a consistent thing in America. And, and soon they're saying you can't fly with laptops and shit here. I mean, that... Which Again, is seems like one of those things that does not seem to need to exist, right? Well, there is. What's just, the what's the story behind? Well, that? the story behind the that would be us? because the the way that uh, hackers can shut down computer systems now mm, and stuff like that okay. is so hackers. adept. And, you know, hashtag hackers is so adept and so like they can. I mean, in in so many ways, do things. Yeah. So the theory is that if they have laptops, but again, you don't know the validity of that because here we live in America where you're just like, what is happening? Is anything real? I mean, that'd be a great story to tell if you had some other reason for doing it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause it's hard to argue against hackers. Like if you just say to me with me having no more knowledge, I'm going to need to uh, take your apartment for a couple of weeks. Right. Nobody knows what hackers. hackers. No one. Nobody knows what hackers are. Yeah. Do you know no, what I mean? No, they, yeah. Like, no, they're ghosts. It's it's one of those things where you're not really sure. It's like vampires now. Yeah. You don't know what their superpowers really are. Right. Like, yeah. can they go out in the day now? Are they allowed to do that now? Like, I think they're out in the day. How long do they live? And they like garlic, they from what I've seen. Regenerate? I don't know what they are. I don't know. I don't like the Seems new breed. Weird. Why is one of them dating a teenager? Hey. That's He's a thousand. He's, <laughs> He's a thousand. A thousand. <laughs> I mean, that's certainly this illegal. This is an otherwise. That's certainly illegal. That is not okay. I mean, just, what do they talk about? Really? What do they talk about behind closed I mean, doors? Also, why is he still at high school? Uh, what is tweeting again, my what? love? <laughs> Seems weird. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It is so great to think about a thousand-year-old vampire. 
was 18, you know, shredded, the most popular guy in school, but he's a thousand. But also the other thing is like just that. I, but what is it? The iPad is moving. Oh, no. But also just the conservative opinions. Yeah. Because, you know, it's like. <laughs> she like, should be burned. Like somebody was like, I wish I could remember who was talking about this, but I was listening to a podcast and, uh, and um, <laughs> they were talking about the end of Ace Ventura. And uh, like essentially at the end, the kind of reveal is like a joke at the expense of like uh, a woman who turns out to be a man. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Then everybody. Oh, right. Vomits. Right. Right. So a joke that was in a, like a fine at the time in a popular movie. Well, yep. probably not fine at the time. I mean, felt like comedically felt like no, no issue. No one wrote a blog. Nobody. Nobody. Right. Because of the time, as you said, you, yeah. like it was one of those things that people thought was totally appropriate. That has not aged well. No. And it, it's good that it has not aged well. But there, there but, was but a, it is one of those things where it's like, like what, imagine what an opinion's a thousand-year-old guy is going to have. There'll just be a few yeah. that he'll be holding. It's hard enough to talk to your, you know, your granddad about the Japanese yeah. after the war. Yeah. Imagine what a guy who's been... Like, he's got some fucking grudges he would be pursuing. Right? I can't come to school today. A troll is in my stomach. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> a goblin ate my homeschool. Or whatever it is. There's a, there's a Seinfeld. There's a Seinfeld that I was watching that I just remember like just thinking was so funny and it's basically George and Jerry are there and um, the guy from NBC's daughter comes over established she's 15 and it's Denise Richards and she takes off her uh, jean jacket and is like bending over going through a book bag and they like stare at her cleavage and and they get caught and I watched it like you know in the last couple months and I was like how is that okay? <laughs> like what? They fifteen, and they were looking at her shirt, and you were just like, "Oh man, cleavage is funny." It's like now I'm like, "What? No." I mean, doesn't Revenge of the Nerds have a rape? Revenge scene of in the it? Nerds has a rape. <laughs> I mean, I has a rape is like a set piece, right? They're like, "Oh, here's a fun gag. She's raped, <laughs> yeah, by a nerd, no less." All right. All right, everybody. I don't know why morale's so low on set, guys. Let's let's pick it up while we do the comedy rape. Come on. I mean, it had a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> it should have just been detectives. So much of the... Revenge like, of the law. So much of, like, the culture and humor around that time was so... I mean, obviously, it's, you know, I, I, I bet you could find a lot of arguments that it's not, you know... With all the strides that we've made, there are plenty of examples of how it's not considerably much better now. But yeah. but when you go back like 15, 20 years, you suddenly just go, I mean, there were just so many set pieces in all those sort of movies oh. were about women being spied on or like stalked yeah. or like, you know, inappropriately drugged or tricked into being in relationships yeah. with like... Re- I mean, oh, honestly. Just horrible... And we were, and it, and you would. Uh, it's it is it is totally insane. Well, I mean, the, just and like there's a part of me that, like, you know, we judge this generation so because it's good that things are moving on quickly and we're getting an awareness of this. But like, there's a whole generation because that's us, right? Yeah, people our age have been raised on these being the prevailing messages in the media, and not to the point where we just didn't even see that there was anything wrong with them. Yeah, right? like 
or there was any discussion. So the fact that there now is is good, but sometimes perhaps it will take people, you know, if they've been around for a thousand years and they're just pretending to be a teenager, yeah. a while to catch up to the modern day ideas. Uh, I don't think this is okay. <laughs> it's just the pale kid. Should not, of course you should be allowed slaves. What? This is crazy. Well, that would add an edge to the movie. Like, he's super hot teenager, but he has the most conservative old... <laughs> and he becomes the president. <laughs> and it's a film about the election. Um... <laughs> so, nothing. comedy sports. Oh, uh, yeah. So, you went to comedy sports. Yeah. Um, so, what, 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 what happened <clears throat> in comedy sports? What was the... So, at comedy sports, I essentially, like, you know, I was in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and I just had no real idea. I had, you know, I, I mean, I don't think any 15-year-old has a plan, but I just didn't really know what uh, I was going to do. And then I started doing, um, like, improv in high school, and then I started doing it. I started working there more. I started hanging out with the people, and then I started doing some shows there, and was just like, you know, really the first time performing, um, yeah, for in any capacity were for people like in comedically. Were you like a crew though? Did you have like a team or like No, there were just a of... lot of, it was, it was almost like a lineup at a comedy club. Okay. It was just like they would kind of mix and match. And, you know, it was really just, while very competitive, obviously, there was a scoreboard and what? we stuck to our sports, sports team because we wore sweatpants and had numbers. Um, we, you also, you know, it was just to like have, have fun and laughs, but that, that really was like when I was like, oh shit, I can, you know, there's something I kind of know that so, I like. <laughs> when, uh, I was at high school, uh, we played theater sports. Okay. We had a guy come to school and he was actually the older brother of, um, one of the guys who was in like my theater sports team. Okay. And, um, <laughs> you seem kind of proud. I'm not going to lie. you you, your body language just took on a little sass. <laughs> no, it's just <laughs> like, it's just so fun to look back on what I thought show business was. <laughs> like, Isn't it the best? That truly is one of the best things when you look back and like, wow, what an idiot. Like the thing is, <laughs> like the thing is it worked out okay for that idiot, but that actually makes me judge that idiot even more. Yeah. Like the fact that I actually know what show business is a bit like now makes me look back on that fucking naive idiot and go, uh, you idiot. Uh, yeah, it's oh, it's so fun. Oh my God, you're a fucking Retrospect idiot. Retrospect is so you fun. You literally had no idea, right? Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> like, same i was a ballet parker bro <laughs> okay so so you and your theater sports crew was there a name yeah so oh th yes uh, there was a name yes there was a name okay oh mate there wasn't just a name there was a chant there was a song oh my god that went with it what? wow which was probably anti the idea of improvisation because it was a prepared song <laughs> oh, your only scripted bit oh only scripted bit so probably not no was, <laughs> well was, one of the five yeah but one will admit so um uh, so they came he came to school and uh he taught us uh all like improv games like a few different people who were interested in whatever theater sports games and um there was kind of two teams that were good and we had an inter-school sort of competition. Wow. Right? Oh, man. And they were like in the older sort of level to us. Sure. And then like we were kind of like, you know, playing on these sort of teams and then we were going to have a competition to see which of the teams would get to like play for our school at like the inter-school <sighs> theatre sports like championship. The right? Olympics. Yeah. This is close to what we've been talking about. Right, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, in like, you know, country Victoria. Yeah, of course. In a town of 12,000 people. Smaller pond, sure. nevertheless. Sure, but we were going to play the other high schools, right, in that town. Right. right? So um, we wanted to do that, but we were a bit worried that the other team 
would beat us because they had like we had like two uh, good, we had two good players out of the four, and they had like two good players out of their four, and we I can't remember how the actual conversation came about and how it ended up working out. But anyway, here's what you need to know. We both cut the t- other two guys out. Get out of here. Together. <laughs> you made super friends? Yeah. Well, we decided that, you know, I think we, it was just like a detente. It was like neither of us thought we could beat the others. So we thought the best solution here is to join up and cut loose this fucking dead weight. Man. To be honest, we were both You looking, destiny's child, these people. We were, well, we were both looking for another two to carry some load. <laughs> we, we found a solution in our differences, you know. Uh. It was a great you example. You bastards. Hey, you know what? The others could have come together and formed their own A what, a shit group? They knew who they were. They depended on you. You said yes and to everything, except for fairness and understanding a bond between improvisers. Bastards. How did you, did you tell them? How did you do it? I, mean, I can't remember. I can't remember the details. What do you do? But I remember the what? end result. <laughs> We're going to need one of you to sit, one of you to stand, and one of you to lay down. <laughs> We're going to need one of you to sit, one of you to stand, and one of you to leave. And never come back. All right. Why don't we play <laughs> sit, stand, lay, one of you's kicked out of the group. Huh? All right. Uh, Will, you stand. Andy, you lay. Charlie, you go. And Ben, you'll sit. Okay, great. Let's do it. Can we get a suggestion? Get the fuck out. Can we get a suggestion? <laughs> oh, man, that's cutthroat. Yeah, they think we're still playing. Yeah, they wins practice. So we joined a new a super group. <laughs> and how'd you fare? It's a super group. And so, well, obviously we won our school one because we were the super group. Uh, well, oh, you know what we did? In, I, I, by the way, there's an asterisk next to that W. Well, that's what I was about to say. In retrospect, we golden stated it. Yeah, exactly. That's what yeah, we did. Yeah, you signed. We were already super a team. super team. Yeah. And then we brought together star players from another super yeah, team. right. To, to kind of ring the competition. Yeah, yeah. In retrospect, it's not as glorious as it felt at the time. No, pretty calculated. But we thought it was more like the dream team. You know, All picking, right. Picking the best to represent All the school. Right, yeah. All right, yeah. All right. Come on. Remember our characters out yeah. there tonight, guys. Remember your character. Stick to your character. Someone establishes a car. Don't walk through it, okay? Uh, I, the name of our team, uh. which at the time must have sounded, we must have thought was, I don't know, good for some reason. But you, you know the thing about it that disappoints me is it's not even spectacularly bad. It's just bad. It's okay. No, no, it's I like, bad. I, well, you can judge. Okay. We, <laughs> I know. You know what? Now that now, I'm about to say it. He got it out. No, it's definitely bad. Okay, yeah. It's okay. okay. I, mis, I misjudged it. In my head, it sounded okay, but then I was about to say it. My kind of mouth rejected the words, and I realized that it was actually terrible. <laughs> Uh, we were called over the top. Oh no! Ooh, yeah, Woo. Uh, yeah, yeah. Once oh, I once I said it, I realized. Yeah. We uh, are over the top. Okay, we are over the top. Oh no! There was a, there I was forgot a, there's a there chant. There was a chant, and it was terrible. By the way, this is a great start. <laughs> over the top. The more I think about it, it is really bad. <laughs> over the top. Right. Because, uh, because firstly, it's not oh, a, my cheeks hurt. It's not even necessarily what you want to be in a game of improv. Like, yeah, no. You've got to, you've got to, got to like display a. You got to come emotions. down over the tops, <laughs> playing grounded character work. It's gonna be a bloodbath. Right. 
Yeah. It's like over the top is like, you know, like a sprinkle of salt. You don't want to be constantly defining yourself by being <laughs> over the top. It's like the Hulk isn't like the Hulk for the whole movie. You know, just occasionally. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know? I don't know. They were kind of normal. They were good, but they weren't very over the top. So we had a chant, which was one of those, like those old school things where you pretend you're about to say a rude word, but you don't say a rude word. I love one it. Of those ones. So I don't know if I can remember the whole thing, but I certainly remember part of it. Uh, we're over the top. <laughs> it's already good. We're a team of class. <laughs> you better watch out because we're going to kick ass. Yes, any questions? <laughs> oh, no. You want to know? Oh, no. We'll only tell you. Oh, we'll tell you three words. We'll tell you where to go. Go. Over the top. Uh, oh my God. What? <laughs> anyway, that might have been the end. Or maybe there was something else. Oh. I can't remember anything else. But all four of us did it. Uh, oh together. Oh, now, did, now, when you... Showbiz. That's, <laughs> what I, that's what I thought show business was, Gareth. When you... <laughs> that's what I imagined. Little William James Anderson from the dairy farm imagined show business was. Uh, uh. Okay, now when you <laughs> when you kicked those other people out, <laughs> was over the top the name of one of your groups and someone had to no, acquiesce? No, no. Over, or the, over the top was our that was the super, super group, group name. Super group name. <laughs> How long did it take to write that intro? <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Did you guys meet up. Well, the thing that I feel the worst about is I feel like I was most of the responsible for the intro. I <sighs> still feel, I feel like I was the one who was like, we need like a we need an intro to like you know. <sighs> differentiate you, you, you knew you needed a hook the, we needed a hook yeah. like the wrestling or yeah. whatever yeah of course people remember just, us okay. oh, oh my god you've got it oh I haven't even like no oh. I haven't even fucking I just remembered another bit oh. we had a matching colored no, uh. so at the time oh my god it is, I guess it was like in MC Hammer time oh god so, Will that's not a good jumping off point for whatever you're about to say when you're leading in through the MC Hammer prism so we had like a kind of more like what MC Hammer would wear to a Pride March oh, was kind of rainbow bags, sort of rainbow baggies, <laughs> shorts. Rainbow so not the baggy rainbow baggy shorts. So yeah, and then white t-shirts that were matching. That was like our, Renaissance like, pants team uniform. No, they were like a take on Hammer pants. So Hammer shorts. I I, I think shorts. I speak they, for they, most people were, that when I say that we don't know that hammer shorts happened. They were the popular fashion what? of the time. They were the improv short of the era. <laughs> rainbow. If rainbow. people saw you in a pair of rainbow hammer shorts. How you doing? You, I, yes, I'm in over the top. Yes, I'm in hammer shorts. Get over it. No, I'm not going to do the chant. I'll do it when I'm on stage. Pay like everyone else. That's what I imagine show business was going <laughs> Well, the dairy. <laughs> oh, shit. My mum made them. My oh, mum made well, them. Then they're not a thing. Then they're not a thing. If your mother made them, then these are not a thing that, that, what <laughs> that are you talking were about? out there. No, you say Hammer's mum made his pants. No, but you're saying Hammer's shorts. Yeah. They, so, so they're Hammer shorts. They're well, a version of Hammer pants, but shorter. <laughs> How is this hard? I'm aware of the pants. tag. Shorts are just, I get the slogan. Shorts are just pants without the bottom part. Okay, so here we go. Here's the, That's the jingle. Shorts are just pants without the bottom part. MC Hammer shorts. Over the top. Not affiliated with MC Hammer. <laughs> Not affiliated with MC Hammer. Who's suing us?
<laughs> so, but were they off of anything? You invented them. I guess so. Yeah, you yeah, guess right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. when I was a teenage improviser, my mother invented hammer shorts. Someone needed to say no in this world of improv. <laughs> it was a world where nobody, somebody no. needed to say no. A dystopia where nobody said no. I mean, that's actually not a bad, that's a Ricky Gervais movie. Yeah. He'd make that. Yeah. In the future, everyone's an improviser. Everyone says yeah. yes and. Yeah, it's a world where nobody will say no. And it's leading to problems because yeah. eventually that would lead to a series of problems. I think right? we're, uh, I can't get worse. We maybe should adopt the yes and philosophy. We'll just do like one year of yes and. Yeah. Everyone just <laughs> See yes what happens. And. See what happens. Hammer shorts will be around. <laughs> God, we, I can't wait. Somebody needs to make you some MC Hammer shorts and I mean, I guess, throw them on stage. Like, I guess the other thing is to like the rainbow MC yeah. Hammer shorts. That's well, what you did yeah. for the show. Yeah. Well, colored, brightly colored and lots of colors. That's a rainbow Not necessarily rainbow esque. Multicolored hammer shorts. Hammer, hammer shorts. Homemade hammer shorts. Homemade hammers. Yeah. I mean, the dairy farm. We yeah, you were. Yeah. <laughs> I so, know. So, <laughs> we had a champ, we had t shirts, we had hammer shorts. <sighs> uh, but there is more to this story. You had the wind at your back. Because uh, here's what happened, Gareth. Oh, boy. Our little uh, country theater sports team, we won our little school one. Well, we rigged that one. Yeah, we rigged I, that I, I, again, I'm going to put um, yes. as an asterisk. Absolutely. I'm, okay, I'm fine. In retrospect, I recognize that. As you should. Yeah. Uh, okay, but here's the next bit. We went on then to the local sort of inter-school one. Sure. And even not, not even at our uh, hometown hall. Not in our... Oh, an away game. At another schools. And it was like a regional, like imp- improv teams from schools around the, the city and the region. Sure, okay. Right. So this is like, you know, now this Battle is... Battle like Royale. We're representing our school. Right. And now the fact that we rigged it, that's fine because it's better because it's better for our school. Right? Okay. Okay. But have you had a show together? Well, I mean, only the where we won the, the high school one. So we, did you just do a show for the high school one without the other guys doing it? No, no, there were still other teams. Oh, there were other teams. Yeah, but yeah, you yeah. got, okay, all right. I was just thinking it was two teams and oh, you no, guys. No, 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 okay, no. okay. There was a bunch of okay. other teams. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to remove a line from the asterisk. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. No, there was still a bunch of other teams. And okay. we still went through our one and one hour one. Okay, all and right. Then we go to this local high school So there's one. chemistry. Right. It's, a, it's paid off. Then we go to this local high school one. We win the local high school. Okay. The, uh, 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 how many? How many is that against? That's just one. That, no, we're playing against like multiple. Probably eight different high okay. schools, six or eight different high schools okay. in the area, right? And, we and you win want that it all as well. Okay. And the people what does that who, mean? That means we've taken this show to Melbourne. Oh shit, Gareth Reynolds. But not only to Melbourne, to the Athenaeum Theatre. Which is right there at the town hall. I know it. Yeah, yeah. Comedy Festival. Yeah, One yeah. of the best, like it's oldest awesome. and most prestigious theatres in what? Australia. You're taking the hammer the shorts? State. We're taking our hammer shorts. Your chance. Our chance. And over the top. And over the top. <laughs> <laughs> to the Athenaeum. We're the Mighty Ducks. If yeah, the Mighty I mean, Ducks really had rigged it to... Oh, my God. Okay, so you're... So actually, Will... <laughs> You do know show business because really quickly you're doing theaters. I mean, it, it turns out my third gig was at the ass. But whatever. <laughs> whatever. 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 If everybody got some hammer shorts, <laughs> yeah. you'd have... Show- I'll uh, also be at the Funny Bone in St. Louis this weekend. Uh, <laughs> the third gig was the Anthonyum. So uh, we go and play the, the, uh, the kind of state, uh, the, yeah, the state finals, okay. right? 
And uh, we get through the first round because they play like, I think, I think they used to do it in like one minute games, two minute games, and then three minute games or something like that. Okay. And they like eliminate teams at each level. So like everyone kind of play, every team gets to play a one minute game. And at the end of that, they like eliminate a couple of teams. That sounds fair. And then like, so you got a smaller amount of teams, but you get to play longer games. How as many you, teams? As you go through. Again, probably like eight, ten, twelve. Okay. I don't know. Like, okay. you know, some amount that works for. So they want this in and work. out in like an hour. <laughs> they want, yeah, like the show goes an hour and a half. Probably. Okay, like right. the whole thing. Okay, with a bit of build up towards the finals. Well, some people brought chance, which they weren't anticipating. Right. <laughs> so, uh, they do the intro at the start. Uh, we're the only team that has a chant, and at the time, we think that's a good thing. No, no. Well, I mean, who knows? But in <laughs> retrospect. Like there was actually people who weren't 15 from the country in the audience. So I imagine they thought it was terrible. Right. I'm sure they're like, this is terrible. Adults must have been like, oh my God, look at him. Also, look at the shorts. They've got a chant. And hammer shorts. shorts? What are they? Do they think those are a thing? (laughs) They've been isolated too much. Right. That's what I'm thinking about now. Is the idea of like, there were adults in that audience. And like, probably, (laughs) you know what I mean? Yeah. There was a good crowd there. Of adults who must have just been looking at us who thought we were so cool and so like... Oh, yeah, you they know, thought you were cool. Nailing it. Oh, nailing it. Yeah. Ah, oh, these, are, these are good. You know, I think I'm looking at the biggest comic in Australia in the future. <laughs> yeah, for, look, uh, that one there. The one who really chanted. I feel like he wrote it. And look at those shorts. <laughs> Meow. Harry. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> okay. I mean, so how do, how does it go? When you, how does it so, go when you're at the Olympics? So of we improv? do first round. Okay. Can't remember what game we played, but we nailed it. Nailed it. Got one of the highest scores. Okay. Oh, so that's what they do. They score each game after the first round. Is the Olympics right? And then the bottom two teams or whatever get eliminated, right? Sure. And so we're right up the top after the first round, right? right? Not over the top, but no. up towards the top. Well, soon over the top, right. I think. Then uh, we get uh, our second uh, game, and uh, this game is a game that we never practiced when we were like because it's the worst game ever in the history. Now, did you know this game was coming, or it was random? It's random. Ah man, the improviser's law. And there's a series of games that are really good and fun to play, and then right. there's like a couple of duds because they needed to pad out. All right, all right. Well, all right, okay. Let's not <laughs> let's not get in, not too much commentary. Let let us come to our own conclusions all a little. All I'm saying is, what are you if saying? If you've ever watched theater sports be played, they clearly were like, "We need two more. <laughs> we need two all more right. games." Okay, all right. No You're over likes. the top. You should be good at this. No come one on. likes. Look, let, I'm ready to move on. I mean. Anyway, there's a fucking shit improv game. Okay, enough. <laughs> that is called scene leading. With, that is called scene without a question. Okay, have right. Ever, all statements. Ever, yeah. So yeah, but yeah. So you you got to play out. Or is to- it all questions? It's it's. Are you sure it's not all questions? No, it's all statements. <clears throat> so the the game is scene without a question. So if you ask a question. You are eliminated right. from the improv, right? Okay, so, so it, it maybe isn't you. fertile improv territory. Right, it's really hard yeah. to do because you're not allowed to ask any questions, right? right? So <laughs> we, who'd never played it, but we're pretty cocky after our first round. Well, you had a good round and a chant. Literally, the first three things. Oh boy! That so the first three things that three of us said got us eliminated. Wow! <laughs> so then it's just that's it. 
You can't just do statements with one guy, right? Well, the, I think the first guy, I can't remember it. I bet one of them would remember it better than me, but I'm pretty sure the first guy said something like, it was like we were set in the, it was a tour guide or something in the outback, right? <laughs> and he goes, so he says, look at this. And the first guy says, what is it? Oh, man. Eliminate Oh, man. Actually, this sounds like funny. This sounds funny. I'm picking with hammer shorts. That's funny. He's terrible. I think the second one probably got shocked and said, what happened? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And then the third guy said, are we doing this wrong? You're all out. You're all out. Has it started? Yes, and it's over. And you did not do well. Does that count as a question? Yes, all these, you're absolutely out for sure. Over the top, take your chairs. Please. Cross your legs, goddammit. If you guys don't mind, I also wrote a losing chant. No. Sit <laughs> over the top. Sit down, all of you. <laughs> so did you, so did you guys? So we lost. Oh man. Well, I mean, because then one guy had to essentially play an entire scene where he of statements alone. Of statements alone. What the hell's he do? Well, that was I, allowed. I don't think he got through. Yeah, of course not. Eventually, <laughs> it was like, uh, do I have to keep going? Right. And it's hard to just improvise by yourself. <laughs> yeah. When you're 15. Here I am. That's good. And from the country. It's like Castaway. Yeah. So that was the inglorious end of Over the Top. Wow. Never to improvise again. Oh, man. We hung up our shorts. <laughs> well, hopefully there is something more appropriate to put on after. <laughs> uh, should we have a break? Yeah, yeah. Break? Half time, yeah. And we're, back. and we're back. And we're back. And we are back. And we are back, yes. And we're back in the studio. Will uh, Anderson standing. Yeah, I'm still standing after all this time. Yeah. <laughs> That's Is that a Stevie Nicks song? Phil Collins? <laughs> the Phil Collins. It's my new cover act, Will Collins. <laughs> I do I do Phil Collins songs, but spoken word as me, as routines. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I reinterpret. I reinterpret <laughs> Phil Collins songs. I put them through routines. a Will Anderson filter. Yeah. And... And I tell the stories of them. That's what I do. All my routines in my show. It's called Will Collins. And all the routines are based on stories from Phil Collins songs. Su Su Sudafop. Well, you know, it's like one of those things where it's like, you know, there's that one about the seeing the woman on the... Br- yeah, I, I, I only remember Coming Eminem's, in the air tonight or Eminem's whatever. explanation yeah, of it. Yeah, that's instead. all I know from too. I was like, what is he talking about? I'm going to yeah, Google this. But there's heaps of Phil Collins. Like Phil Collins is a very popular like musical artist. I'm, I'm far away from my computer, so it's hard for me to... Oh, and we've just come done. back, and I want to like. You want me to hand? Okay. Um, All right. Okay. I'll vamp. I'll vamp. I'll vamp. Okay. Here we go. So for a while, I did not know. I don't think the word "vamp" is used as much in that context in Australia as it is oh. um, uh, overseas, and in the best country in the world, America. And, and it was one of those things where, when people first say, said I'd vamp, it's like you you kind of know what it means from the context they've used it in, but you're right. not quite. You're like. <laughs> Where does that come from? Is it like vampires or is it like a like vamp? That's what the thousand-year-old vampires talk yeah, about. Yeah, what is that about? A vamp. Okay, Phil Collins. Women should be kept in cages. I'm vamping. Okay, Phil Collins songs. Let's uh, list of Phil songs. Wait, 30 greatest hits of Phil Collins? Oh, no, oh, we don't want God. to hear. I really genuinely have a distaste for Phil Collins. Well, I mean, I think a lot of people do. Okay, good. I, I imagine that people do. Do you? Okay. Well, um, Does Will Collins? I must admit I've never really had an opinion about Phil Collins, but I uh, guess probably, yeah, negative, but yeah, not. Okay. 
But not like, you know, uh, Phil Collins. Well, I'm uh, Phil Collins. So there's In the Air Tonight, which is the... Eminem song. Eminem song. <laughs> uh, Another Day in Paradise. I mean, that, uh, that seems like that'd be layered so with drippy. intrigue, I imagine. Um, against All Odds. That'd be a good routine. Don't even know A bit of a triumph about yeah. Against All Odds. Yeah. Uh, one More Night. I mean, that's just... Uh, Aren't those all the same? If you think about those three songs that I know, they're all the same song. They're just this drippy pining for a situation with some lady. What about Whether easy, she's drowning about, or you're into her. What about Easy Lover? Uh, I mean, it does seem that he wants just one more night he's with an Easy Lover. He's just trying to fuck. That's what it's all saying. Susu Studio. Uh, what is that one even about? Does anyone know what that's about? I mean, it's from his album, No Jacket Required. <laughs> what? We allowed that to happen? I hang on. Here's some lyrics. Let's find out what, oh, Su- no. let's find out what oh, the Susu oh, Studio no. is all about. Oh, no. So, <laughs> there's this girl that's been on my mind. Uh, it's a girl again. Yeah. All the time. Susu Studio. Uh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> now, she don't even know my name. But I think she likes me just the same. What? Actually, that does feel a little creepy. It's That's so weird. Like, Mate, wait until she knows your name. Yeah. Before she gets to know. Before you write Susu Studio. Also, how would she like you if she had, doesn't even know your name? Yeah. Hasn't got to know you. <laughs> yeah, there's no chemistry. Yeah, that seems like a weird reason. And you're Phil Collins. The yeah. one thing you need going into a situation with a woman is that she knows who you are. Yeah, that's a really good Otherwise, point. she thinks you're the busboy. Uh, but I think she likes me just the same. Susu Studio. Oh, oh. Ah, if she called me, I'd be there. She I doesn't mean, know your name. How is she going to know your number She's if she not doesn't gonna, know she your doesn't name? She doesn't know your name. <laughs> right. Uh, I come running anywhere. I mean, he doesn't even know car. He doesn't. That's what I'm hearing. Sad. Uh, not, yeah. She's all I need all my life. Again, this feels too like... Much. A, too much. Too much. You, she doesn't know your name. You've written a song about she her. She doesn't also. know your name. She literally doesn't know your name. Hey, I'll run from anywhere. Hello, who's this? You're really cute. I've got to get to the studio. Hey, I'm Phil Collins. Know my name. I've got to get to the Stu Stu Studio. I've got to go to the Stu Stu Studio. <laughs> I don't mean to be root root rudeo, <laughs> but I gotta go to the Stu Stu Studio. I'll be back around two two studio. <laughs> she feels really offended because her name's actually Studio, but she's got a stutter. <laughs> You're mocking me. It's horrible. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, if she called me, I'd be there. Yeah. I'd come running anywhere. Yeah. She's all I need all my life. Jesus. I feel so good if I just say the word. Susu Studio. Just say the word. What is he talking oh, about? What is studio. happening? What the hell is happening? Well, I think he's met this uh, girl called Susudio. Is she Susudio? Well, she's Susudio, maybe? Is that what is happening? I think so. And now he loves her. Who's even studio? She is that know. a name? Well, that's her name, I think. Now I know. Is that it I'm... anyone else's name? Well, there's more detail, Gareth. We might get. It to better it. be about the name. Now I know <laughs> that I'm too young. <laughs> oh, Phil, <laughs> slow down, buddy. Yeah, you look. Yeah, you look good. Yeah, you don't look a day over. Problem is that I'm too young. Uh, the problem is I'm too young. Yeah, yeah. Not that I'm trying to get her to call me and she doesn't know my n- n- name yet. <laughs> Now, I know that I'm too young. My love has just begun. Gross. This person. He needs to be stopped. Susu Studio. Stop saying it. (laughs) Oh, oh. (laughs) Oh, give me a chance. 
Give me a sign. She's I'll... giving you a sign. <laughs> Read the signs. I'll show you anytime. Show. Uh, I'll show her anytime. Uh, uh, oh, Susu Studio. That's weird. Oh, whoa. weird. Ah. Uh, now here's the is thing. Is he shouting? What now? If you do read this in a voice that forgets that it's a Phil Collins song, I must admit it does read a little shall, hot, horrible. So shall I'm, we say that you read it like a creep? Okay, so I'm just going to ah. <laughs> I've just got to have a. Oh my god. Have her now. Oh no. I've got to get closer. Oh my god. But I don't know how. Oh my god. She makes me nervous and makes me scared. <laughs> I feel so good if I just say the word. Uh, uh. Sue, Sue, Sue. Oh my god. That's the Just say the word. Sue, Sue, Sue. Oh my god. That's the so- that's the like in the horror soundtrack that should accompany that. That's Sue, the sound Sue, you yeah. If I could just get close to her. Did you guys just... If I could just wear her skin. He's out here. I can tell. It's here. Move. Uh, All right. We're almost done. Uh, She's all that I need of my life. Uh, I feel so good if I just say the word Susu Studio. Makes no sense. I just say the word Oh Susu Studio. Makes no sense. I just say the word Oh Susu Studio. I'll say the word Oh Susu Studio. Oh, oh, oh. Just say the word. Just, just say the word. Makes no sense. Uh, just say the word. Susu Studio OOO. Uh, six times. What? The fact that you had to go to six times is not good. Just say the word. Susu Studio. Boy, how, how long did it take to write this? <laughs> say the word. Oh, just say the word. Just, just, just say the word. 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 Say it. Just say the word. Debbie's dead. (laughs) So what I'm saying is there's a lot of intrigue to the story. Oh, yeah. No, it's very clear what happens there. A guy, I think, will run anywhere. I mean, I must admit, now that we've read the lyrics of it, it does... Make him sound like a horrible, horrible sex pest. But it's let's, terrible. Let's give him one more chance. Uh, I don't think we should. No, that we sounds sh- like a song. We definitely should. So one um, more let's, chance. Let's find out um, what was happening in the air tonight in the Eminem song. Oh, that, okay. Yeah, let's go I, to I, a I feel, feel like, good story. I feel like this one, this one, will be good, right? Okay. We've already got the young people in with the Eminem hook. Oh yeah. So it's a, yeah, big hook for us. <laughs> big get. Uh, I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Oh Lord. This sounds like a follow-up to Susu Studio, but in the bushes. And I've been waiting for this moment for all my life. Still tracks. Oh, Lord. Can you feel it coming in the air tonight? Oh, Lord. Now that we're reading these, can we admit that the juvenile (laughs) part of us just obviously pictures a crazy man masturbating? (laughs) I mean, into the abyss. Yeah, 2 a.m. Like, into the wilderness. Yeah, Yeah. into the ocean at 2 a.m. just like, (laughs) woo! You feel it coming in the air tonight, world! That was the film clip. That was the original film clip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Spike Jones did it. It was actually really cutting edge, but they... Uh, well, if you told me you were drowning, I would not lend a hand. Oh, Jesus. So dark. Uh, I've seen your face before, my friend, but I don't know 
if you know who I am. I mean, this seems like a constant theme. It means uh, yeah. It's like nobody knows who I am. And like, Phil, Phil, everyone knows who you are. You have a Grammy, you dude. You're you have literally three one of the Grammys. most famous people of all time. You will know me. <laughs> nobody knows me. <laughs> Phil. Phil's arrested for jerking <laughs> off into the ocean. Uh, well, I, I, well, I was there and I saw what you did. I saw it with my own two eyes. So you can wipe off that grin. I know where you've been. And it's all been a pack of lies. Wow. Ooh, all right, Jesus, Phil. Phil. And I can feel it coming in the air tonight, oh Lord. Okay. What I've been waiting for this moment all my life, oh Lord. Sure. I can feel it coming in the air, oh Lord. Sure. Uh, well, I've been waiting for this moment all my life, oh Lord, oh Lord. Well, I remember. I remember. I remember. That is a good bit. Though. Yeah, yeah like it is that a good bit. bit. It is. Yeah, yeah, look, all right. All right. Uh, now, okay. <laughs> this maybe gets a slight pass. <laughs> that bit. That one bit of that song. I is, remember. That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. That <laughs> It's like putting some movie on. Yeah. You're like, this is a dumb movie. And then like something happens. You're like, oh, this scene's oh, this funny, a good scene. This, 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 this movie's not as bad as I yeah. thought. That's me with like Pitch Perfect 2. Because oh, I love Pitch Perfect. I love Pitch Perfect oh, so much. Oh, Will. No, like, don't do this. It was like the best. No, no. And what? Then, no, Will. This is recorded. And then the second one was no. terrible. But it's not that bad no, in retrospect. No, no. On the eighth or ninth time, it's fine. <laughs> You're fine. There's plenty no. of good bits. Oh, Will. You can fast forward through most Will. of them. Will. No, most don't do this. Of... Will. I'm looking forward to the third one. This is over the top. No. It's the final one. No. That, the first one should have been. Get in, pictures. No. No, no don't. <laughs> Will, do not do this. No. No. <laughs> uh, well, I remember. I remember. Don't worry. How could I ever forget? It's the first time. The last time we ever met. But I know the reason why you keep your silence up. Oh no, you don't fool me. Well, the hurt doesn't show, but the pain still grows. It's no stranger to you and me. I can feel it coming in the air tonight, oh Lord. I've been waiting for this moment all my life, oh Lord. I can feel it uh, in the air tonight, oh Lord. I've been waiting for this moment all my life, uh, oh Lord, etc., etc. Uh, on and on. Okay, but wait. I now that I'm thinking about that it, does wait, not clear wait, it up. Wait, what, though, what is it? what is the M&M, the Eminem story? Is is that Phil Collins pointed out somebody who was implicated in a drowning? Is that actually the version of it? Because I was remembering Phil is a bad guy in that. But now that I'm actually now that I've had more than a minute to think about it, I'm like, wait, no, there's no way that Phil Collins heard a song where he's like the bad guy in a drowning. He's got to be the good guy in a drowning story somehow. Oh. A good song. <laughs> well, I remember. This is vamping. Uh, it's Stan, right? It is from Stan. Isn't Stan, it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, my tea's gone cold. I'm wondering why I got bad, out of bed at all. <laughs> this is the Dido bit. I don't think Dido casts too many aspersions towards Phil Collins. But no, she didn't know what she was getting attached to. <laughs> the morning rain clouds up my window and I can't see it all. And even if I could, it'd all be grey. But your picture on my wall reminds me that it's not so bad. It's not so bad. Dear Slim, I wrote you, but you still ain't calling. I left my cell, my pager and my home phone at the bottom. I sent two letters back in autumn. You must not have got them. Uh, there probably was a problem at the post office or something. 
I mean, does show nice. you how good Eminem is as a rapper because red that does not rhyme. Right. <laughs> but at he does all. he does that that uh multisyllabic Big Daddy Kane shit where they make words that don't rhyme rhyme and you don't notice. You're right. I thought this all rhymes. Yeah. None of this rhymes. None of this rhymes. But it's because he's like, I said two letters back in autumn, you must not have got him. You're like, Yep, that rhymes. Autumn right. and got him rhymes. How Eminem says autumn and got him. Yeah. Definitely. Well that's not it rhymes. Can't tell me it doesn't rhyme. I mean, that is a good way of rhyming. Like, everyone yeah, is yeah, like, yeah. I'm not going to bother finding words that rhyme. No. I'm just going to make Take words <laughs> rhyme with each other. I'm just going to say the words in a way that they do rhyme. He just rhymed Cadillac and Kitchen. Right. I don't know how. Right. It rhymed. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, problem at the post office or something. Sometimes I scribble addresses too sloppy when I jot them. Well, that's nice of, like, you know... Yeah. Stan, anyway, I think. You yeah, know, hypothetical like, Stan. Like, you know what? He's like, well, maybe there's a problem at the post Penmanship, office. Penmanship, I believe. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm by Penmanship, myself, Penmanship, right? post office. Uh, but anyway, fuck it. What's been up, ma'am? How's your daughter? My girlfriend's got pregnant. Uh, my girlfriend's pregnant too. I'm about to be a father. It's a bit weird that he thinks that Rhymes. like Eminem has time to get back to him. But yeah, anyway, whatever. This, is, this happens. Uh, if I have a daughter, guess what I'm going to call her? I'm going to name her Bonnie. Uh, I read about your Uncle Ronnie too. I'm sorry. I had a friend kill himself over some bitch who didn't want him. I mean, that seems a little misogynist, but anyway. Sure, yeah. I know you probably hear this every day. I'm your biggest fan. I mean, that's a good that he realizes that too because a lot of people always go with, I'm your biggest fan. Yeah. And often it's like, hey, I've never seen you at a show, yeah. but like I've listened to your podcast three times. Your and biggest, your biggest fan. fan. Why didn't you? I'm like, yeah, someone sent like, me a sandal. You're not my biggest fan. Yeah, it's actually like people have come to all 20 of my Melbourne Comedy Festival shows, mate. Yeah. Don't fucking take their glory. Yeah. Someone uh, cut my hair off once. I even got uh, the underground shit you did with uh, with Scam. Uh, I got a room full of your posters and your pictures, man. Well, that's good. Yeah. At least he's like, you know, buying merch, I guess. Sure. Um, I like the One sh- way to take it. I like the shit you did with Raucous too. That shit was fat. Anyway, I hope you get this man hit me back. This is a great way for Eminem also to slip in little compliments towards himself. <laughs> I was just... I mean, he's just, he's, just, he's, been, he's just giving the res a little. <laughs> I was just thinking that. I was like, yeah, it's fine All right. when fucking Stan is saying yeah. this. Yeah. But Eminem wrote this. Yeah. Stan, yeah it's not, but Stan's not a real person. But it's, he's this reading it. This is not independent nope. commentary. No, this is just psychosis. No, this is Stan who said it. <laughs> no, my buddy Stan said I should win yeah. a Grammy. I would just like to say you're the best and you're you should best. win all the awards. I like that shit you did with Rockus. Uh, yada, yada, yada. You're the best. I yada, really yada, like yada. this album. How do you rhyme something in autumn? Yada, yada, yeah. yada. <laughs> yeah, I really like the way you make words all sound the same. Yeah, words are crazy in your mouth. <laughs> Okay, gets into the uh, resume. I really like your Facebook page. It's awesome. Eminem. Dr. Dre was smart to sign you. Right. You really showed everyone. Man, what a Cinderella you are. Yeah, dude. You did this. By the way, your ex-wife's a bitch. Right? Yeah, every girl likes you. You're the man, dude. You're the best. You do no wrong. You can part oceans. You're Eminem, man. I really like your solo stuff. You know, your early stuff. You know, your future stuff. You know, your present stuff. Uh, I got a room full of your posters and your pictures, man. I like the shit you did with Raucous too. That shit was fat. <laughs> anyway, I hope you get this, man. Hit me back. Just a chat. Truly yours. Your biggest fan. This is Stan. Uh, my tea's gone cold. I'm wondering why I got better. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Dear Slim, you still ain't called or wrote. 
I hope you have a chance. You're probably busy with all your good stuff and getting your record advance. <laughs> Eminem doesn't like that because it actually rhymes. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, I don't have to no, do both no, things. No, man, no. Anyone can make that too one Too easy, work. too easy, man. Right. It's too easy. you got to give me a word that doesn't yeah, rhyme. Yeah, I rhyme nine chance. words, man. That's right. Uh, I hope you have a chance I ain't mad <laughs> I just think it's fucked up You don't answer fans Feels like you're a little mad I gotta it's be honest got with this to it. Edge. Uh, If you didn't want to talk to me Outside the concert You didn't have to Again Okay If, if you really thought that Stan Okay Come on Stan but Loaded you, Loaded Stan Okay But you could have signed an autograph for Matthew Alright So there is a problem Stan Well hang on Who's Matthew Well that's my little brother, man. Oh, He's man. only six years old. He also thinks all your albums should go gold. <laughs> God, you're the best, Slim. Nobody's better. Everybody thought you looked really good in that sweater. <laughs> More compliments from Stan, air quoting. Stan loves me. Stan's a fan. <laughs> Who's Stan? My hand puppet. <laughs> uh, he's my little brother, man. He's only six years old. We waited in the blistering cold oh, for you yeah. uh, for four hours, and you just said no. That's pretty shitty, man. Oh man, you like his fucking idol. Well, here's the thing: it's six. But here's the other thing: she'd be listening to Eminem. To Eminem's credit. Eminem has also written this bit of the song, right? Yeah. And this is a bit of the song where Stan is paints Eminem in a bad light, right. right? Eminem's this guy who doesn't have time for his fans. Yeah. Like this little kid, six years old. Yeah. Yeah, shouldn't have been at the concert and certainly shouldn't have been in the cold for four hours waiting for shouldn't a Shouldn't be his favorite artist. Yeah, that, like, for sure. I mean, a lot of bad parenting problems here from Stan, <laughs> yeah, to be honest. Yeah, most, yeah. most of the trouble is at Stan's. It's cool, he's dead now, whatever. Actually, actually you know what? It's not Eminem's fault you're a bad parent, Stan. <laughs> And by the way, Stan, whoever you, whoever you what are. the hell yeah. is happening? My God, what is happening in Eminem's head that he's created this guy, Stan? <laughs> Stan. Like he's terrible. Yeah. Like this terrible role model. Like this, this was a damaging song for I'm, Stan. Because I'm also really mad at Stan yeah. for taking his six-year-old to this concert, right? Yeah. But he, he doesn't exist. No, no, Stan. There's like, no Matthew. So like, There's kid. no Matthew. Matthew's not real, man. Matthew's not real, and he did not wait in the cold. He didn't. No. All right. Okay. That's pretty shitty, man. You're his fucking idol. Again, oh. we flagged that already. He wants to be just like him, man. He likes you more than I do. Well, again, that is actually bad parenting. Yeah, terrible. Yeah. Very filthy lyrics. Uh, I ain't that mad, though. I just don't like being lied to. Again, this is like this is most this is like the conversation I've had in most of my relationships when there's an argument pending that we haven't we've decided to not have fully arrive at the inbox yet. Oh yeah. You know? No, oh. it's nothing. No, it's nothing. Yeah. It's just that you're not good with my friends. Well there's so that's something. It is something. Oh it's, isn't it Stan? It's always something. It's Stan. not that I'm mad at you about the thing. It's that I'm mad at you that you didn't trust me to tell you about the thing. Okay, I can't. Stan, I Stan, I can't keep doing this, Stan. Stan, I can't. <laughs> it's tough to be in a relationship with Stan. Uh, all right. <clears throat> here we go. Uh, firstly, uh, all right, here we go. <laughs> 
<laughs> remember <laughs> sorry are you recording <laughs> um i ain't that mad though <laughs> i just don't like being lied to. okay remember when we met in denver you said if i write you you'd write back so oh, you met him all right and, he, and again the this okay a little bit of genius yeah right a little fan in the ego sale right. yeah okay uh see i'm just like you in a way i never knew my father neither yeah, well, a lot of people don't know their fathers, but not everybody is the most popular hip-hop artist of all time. So it, is, it is crazy to think probably, that, that... Probably your differences are probably a huge connection. more than you. Yeah, you think, you think of how often he could get that in Detroit, right. honestly. It, like, I mean, it would be... If that's all you need to stop right. someone. Hey, Will, I like sweatpants too. <laughs> Want to hang out? Did you get my letter? Oh, here we go. He used to always cheat on my mum and beat her. I can relate to what you're saying in your songs. So when I have a shitty day, I drift away and put them on. Nice. Because I don't really get got shit else. So that shit helps when I'm depressed. I even got a tattoo of your name across the chest. All right, Stan. Again. So, you, and he said his kid's a bigger fan. Well, the kid is one tattoo of you. I should point that out. Sometimes I even cut myself to see how much it bleeds. Hey, Stan, we're going to need to... M's agent actually Ooh. read one of the letters. <laughs> And the cutting is definitely too far. Um. Uh, it's like adrenaline, but the pain is such a sudden rush for me. See, everything you say is real, and I respect you because you tell it. Here we go. My girlfriend's jealous because I talk about you 24-7. All right, Stan. Okay, Stan. Sure thing, Stan. But she don't know you like I know you, Slim. No one does. Oh, boy. <laughs> cutting and this, uh, it's not going well. <laughs> she don't know what it was like for people like us growing up. Uh, okay. You got to call me, man. <laughs> oh, boy. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not even doing letters at this point. I'll be the biggest fan you ever lose. <laughs> Sincerely yours, Stan. <laughs> okay. P.S. We should be together. Ah, oh, gotta go. Gotta go. Gotta roll. <laughs> now, again, you can see how Eminem isn't getting back to Stan. That's what I was <laughs> well, no. The, the, I mean, you know, we've all had these situations where there's someone trying to overcommunicate and cover their tracks with more communication, and you're like, that's not the way out of this. I'm not communicating pickle. Oh, but also, by the way, this is the third time that we've... Um, Check back in with Dido. And I like to think that, you know, you said like Dido wasn't aware of what she was getting herself into. I would love if they, like, they've only said Dido Herb because Herbit's just the same riff, right? The whole time. They're like. So what's the uh, song about? So they're like, I, I know this is actually like a bit from one of your other songs, but what, all we want you to do is come in sure. and just lay it down. M loves yeah. to do it like oh, in great. the studio so he can get the look. Like, I love a lot of M&M stuff. Yeah, you know, great. That sort of great. stuff. So yeah, what's the song? The literally, song's... so you've got to do it. So this is song so what, what is the, what's, okay. So I, okay. It's, it's about him and his Stan. relationship with his fans. Okay, great. And That's uh, awesome. so you just sing your little riff of the okay, start. The beautiful the set. He's got to call that one. Okay, yeah. I'll just give it the vibe. Okay. And do you want me to say anything about stand? Is there anything I need to know about stand? anything else. Okay. We'll so just, the story will come as we go. And the, what is the story, just out just, of curiosity? We'd love you to just... Do, just record it. Okay, but what, just, what, out of curiosity, what, he know, is Stan a real person? Was, yeah, of course. Okay, so, so Stan's, Stan's real. Stan's a fan. Okay, so Stan's just a fan. A fan. Mati, that's all you need yeah. is Mati? Okay, yeah. and, and it's a normal relationship between Stan and him? Well, just again, so I know? Again. Well, I just... just well, you'll it, be back it will, it will, uh, just, let, me, let me just say this, because it will influence how I hit some of the notes. Just be, Is it more of an aggravated approach, which is fine, or is it sort of like, oh, I love my fans? Okay, so here's what we're looking for. Okay. Here's, what, here's what M's looking for. Okay. He'd really like your natural reaction to how the story unfolds. Okay. So, 
at the start, okay. you will be the first thing that we hear in the song. Great. So what we're really looking for there is the joyful uh, exuberance. Right. Right. Yeah, That's okay. really what yeah. we're looking for. Okay, great. Then there'll be a bit of introduction to the character of Stan, Stan right. and his relationship with Eminem. Sure, sure. That, that's what I would say is that it might be one of those things where you're like, oh, yeah, okay, this might, what is this interaction? So the second time there might be a curiosity Intrigue. where that song okay. yeah, still is expressing the same things from the first time, but maybe there's a sense of intrigue. Okay, then, so just to be clear, like yeah. Stan a little bit less at this point. Well, I'm not sure. Okay. I'm sure. Dubious of Stan. Dubious, okay, perhaps. sure, sure. Just about Stan's intentions. Uh, oh, that's a, okay, strange way to put it, but okay. Well, no, that's yeah. all, just. Okay, all right. An air of it could go anyway. Okay, and then the next, because there's, I see five. Then we just love you to listen along. Sure. And then just kind of see what you're feeling. That's what Emma'd like to do. Okay. He'd like to actually do it, and then you just drop in with how you feel. Okay. So. Okay. I'm worried. (laughs) Dido's been back in for a third time at this point. (laughs) At this this point, she's hearing it like, what the hell? Hang on, what? All right. Dear Mr. I'm Too Good to Call or Write My Fans. <laughs> Things have changed. This will be the last package I ever send your ass. Well, nobody wants packages. And also, again, I think really what Slim is saying is he's fine with that. Yeah. Like the fact that he isn't interacting with you and getting yeah. back to you is he's saying it's cool. If he doesn't this... need the breakup. Yeah. There was nothing. Uh, this will be the last package I ever send your ass. It's been six months and still no word. I don't deserve it. I know you got my last two letters. I wrote the addresses on them perfect. Yeah, but you still haven't like taken into account the, you know, it could be the post office still. Yeah, That sure. might not have resolved itself. No, yeah, maybe. Perhaps. I mean, at this point. So this is my cassette I'm sending you. I hope you hear it. I'm in the car right now. I'm doing 90 on the freeway. Hey, Slim, I drank a fifth of vodka. You dare me to drive? Hey, you know the song by Phil Collins? Here we go. To be honest, I had forgotten why we started. <laughs> you know, I, I'll i tell you what is amazing is I had it on my mind for a while. Probably in the last two minutes lost the thread a little. <laughs> Forgot how this... And again, no questions. It was totally fine with the fact that now we were just analyzing the song I mean, to be honest, I've always really wanted to do a little bit of a deeper dive into Stan. Of course. Because of the Phil Collins thing and because of the I, like... This so. was... This this is like a great movie you've never seen before. Sort of yeah. like Pitch Perfect 2. Okay, so... Uh, you know the song by Phil Collins. In the air tonight. So... So firstly, if these are the correct lyrics, these are the lyrics that actually says, you know the song by Phil Collins... In the air of the night, which is not called. It's called in the but air. But this is tuna. Stan. This well, is, is this Stan. Stan. This is Stan. But isn't Stan Eminem? But Eminem's Stan mind knows that Stan is mildly familiar, like most of us, <laughs> and needed a place to go, needed a deeper dig. I mean, well, in that case, we're under. <laughs> this is where most of us have learned our Phil Collins history. In that case, though, <laughs> don't you think that? We're underestimating Eminem as a storyteller then because there's a depth to that character where he's imagined him not only telling this story but getting the name slightly wrong. I guess it might, maybe it has a rhyme component. Otherwise, it just shows poor proofreading, which you'd think at some point someone would go, hey, just real quick, uh, Phil hates that you're using him in a song, but he wants you to just get it right because it's a little off. Uh, it's you know the song by Phil Collins in the air of the night. Yeah, in the air of the night. About that guy who could have saved that other guy from drowning. 
Okay. But did it. And then Phil saw it. All at a show. He found and at a show he found him. Ah, oh, here we go. So it's like that song by Phil Collins in the air of the night about the guy who could have saved that other guy from drowning, but didn't. Then Phil saw it all and at a show he found him. So basically mm. a guy, there was a, an implicated there was a drowning. A guy basically at some point a headlines were made over a man drowning, another man watching him drowning and not saving him. The not saving man, somehow a fan of Phil Collins, goes to see the show coming in the air tonight or in the air of the night, as some would say, and knows that this is a hit that is based on maybe his perspective, goes to a show, Phil Collins sees him and is like, hey, dickhead, save people. I mean, that's just my going to be my, my take. All right. I've just found like a question on the internet here. There's a reference in uh, Stan to a story that supposedly explains the origins of the Phil Collins song, In the Air Tonight. You know the song by Phil Collins, In the Air Tonight, about that guy who could have saved that other guy from drowning but didn't, and then Phil saw it all at a show he found him. It's based on this story that Phil Collins wrote in the air tonight after watching a man refusing to save a dying man from drowning. Then Collins allegedly invited the man in question to one of his concerts and used the song In the Air Tonight to expose the man's cruelty. Wow. Apparently it's just Holy an urban shit. myth, though. What? Yeah. I mean, that is... <laughs> I mean, if, if true, Phil Collins is awesome. You know what would be great? If, like, here's a show, Undercover Phil. <laughs> so it's like... You're sending Phil Collins to situations, right? And then he goes away and he, he pens the song about the person who's committed the injustice. Hey, when can we start shooting again? It's Phil's writing. Like, it's kind of like Cheaters. Like a, we'll but it's like, like Cheaters with like a four-month production period. <laughs> Phil wants it to be right. It's not just about exposing you. It's about debuting a hit. Right. But then he has a whole album. Yeah, like, a whole like, album. Like when the Foo Fighters did that documentary series around <laughs> yeah. America and they recorded a song in each of the different places at the end. Yeah. Like that, it'd be like that. So he has a whole new album and it's him like writing injustices. <laughs> I mean, so he's inviting like, them to this. I know that you're emailing Larry's wife. Oh, Lord. You invite them all to the one concert. Yeah. They all think they've won. <laughs> <laughs> like a trip to this one big Phil Collins concert. Don't tell me you wouldn't tune in worldwide to a live stream. Yes, your you mechanic f- is ripping you off. Oh my God, I knew it. <laughs> 18 new hits about someone wronging another person. Phil Collins' greatest concept album ever. <laughs> worldwide live stream. Yeah. Backstories on beforehand. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? As they're being whisked to the concert. Meet Kevin and Debbie. Right. <laughs> they had a feud. And then he exposes them all. And then song. Phil's just in the Bahamas, just in a cabana, like, what was what was he thinking though? How will I get him? Phil, uh, everyone wants to know how much longer until the album's done. When it's bloody ready. When it's ready. Not until then. All right, it's been three years. Yeah, well, it's 18 predicaments, isn't it? Most of them have moved on. Well, I just, well get them back in the situation then. God, it needs 
to be right. There's a whole laser component. I wish I hadn't gone down that second path. One of the people and uh, all of the people from uh, track five uh, are dead now. We have to remove that track. Well, good. I mean, one less <laughs> song to write. Look, I'm close. I just have to get the drums right. <sighs> but let's uh, finish off uh, okay. Stan just to, to finish off get the podcast. Closure. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, um, all right. So we, we realise that uh, Stan doesn't know much about Phil Collins. Right. Um, that's kind of how this is. So basically, fictional. Uh, that's kind of how this is. You could have rescued me from drowning. Now it's too late. I'm on a thousand, I'm on a thousand dr- downers now. I'm drowsy. Uh, all I wanted was a lousy letter or a call. I hope I know. I hope you know I ripped off. I ripped all your pictures off the wall. Oh. Well, you know the truth of that is, though. Like, he's already got that money. Yeah. I mean, that's like... (laughs) Again, you're sticking with the merch angle. (laughs) You're not not too concerned about the stab coming your way. You're like, hey, buddy, worst case, you're buying more merch if you like me again. Like, it's like when LeBron went back to Cleveland. Yeah. Like, everyone burnt his fucking jersey on the way out, and then they had to buy new ones on the way back in. Long-term genius strategy. Yeah, yeah. You lose one stalker, or you gain someone or turn around. I shake your hand. You're buying five new posters. Right. Uh, All right, here we go. You could have rescued me from drowning. I'm on a thousand downers, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I ripped all your pictures off the wall. I loved you, Slim. Oh, boy. We could have been together. Nope. Think about it. Nope. You ruined it now. This is. I hope you can't sleep. Okay. And you dream about it. Okay. And when you dream, mm? I hope you can't sleep and you scream about it. All right. I hope your conscience eats you and you can't breathe without me. See, Slim, shut up, bitch. I'm trying to talk. Hey, Slim, that's my girlfriend screaming in the trunk. <laughs> but I didn't slit her throat. I just tied her up. See, I ain't like you. Oh, boy. Because if she suffocates, she'll suffer more. And then she'll die too. See, Stan, again, these Stan. are... To be honest, I'm it's, I'm not judging Eminem for not wanting to reach out to you, Stan, because I feel like even if he had, this, it wouldn't have prevented this. It's not this. good. I feel like... This was pending. You would have found another reason to go this <laughs> yep, way, Stan. Yep, that's what yeah, I'm it was, t- it was when, not if. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> got to go. I'm always at the bridge now. Oh, shit. I forgot. How am I supposed to send this shit out? Fair question. I mean, that is a fair question. I guess, though, the police found this. I mean, now we're getting into a real reality issue. <laughs> He's at the bridge. So the police gave this to Eminem? I mean, I mean again, I know Stan's invented, but I'm, I'm willing to poke more holes. I mean, that's, it's also, I mean, yeah. Like, did the police do that? What did they do? It's like, well, I guess they released it? Like, after a while, they're like, well, I guess this was for Eminem. Here's the right? cassette. I mean, we had to listen. You seem to be constantly threatening his life, but I guess you'll want to hear that, right? Yeah, let's get it out there. We're the police. We have the responsibility right. to send on threatening communications to people. We're right? also huge fans. Right. <laughs> so Dido's back again at this stage. <laughs> I know. No idea what's happened. Yeah. This guy's just killed his wife and jumped off a bridge. Yeah, he's gone cold and she's very worried about what she's got herself <laughs> involved with. Uh, so she's back. And then, dear Stan, I meant to write you sooner, sooner, but I've been busy. You said your girlfriend's pregnant now. How far along is she? Well, I think we've already got some closure on that situation. Look, I'm really flattered. That There's you... a correspondence issue time-wise. Yeah. Dear Stan, I meant to write you sooner, but I've been busy. You said your girlfriend's pregnant now. How far along is she? Look, I'm really flattered you'd like to call your daughter that, and here's an autograph for your brother. I wrote it on a starter cap. 
probably some plug there as well, I imagine. Well, yeah, starters are, yeah. Starters. I'm sorry I didn't see you at the show. I must have missed you. But don't think I did that shit intentionally just to diss you. But what's this shit you said about you'd like to cut your wrist too? I say that shit just clowning, dog. Come oh, on. How fucked, fucked up, up is you? you? You got some issues, Stan. I think you need some counselling to help your ass from bouncing off the walls when you get down some. Again, that's nice. a great example of... <laughs> yeah, nobody noticed. <laughs> and what's this shit about us meant to be together? That type of shit will make me want us not to meet each other. I really think you and your girlfriend need each other. Or maybe you just need to treat her better. I hope you get to read this letter. I hope it just reaches you in time. Before you hurt yourself, I think you'll be just doing fine. If you just relax a little, I'm glad I inspire you. But Stan, why are you so mad? Try to understand again. It's insane now. You invented it. Phil Collins has been vindicated through Eminem and Eminem seems crazy. Why are you so mad, bro? You invented him. Yeah. You're the only you're, person who knows why he's so you're mad. You're Stan. <laughs> I'm mad at Stan. Um, don't do this. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I don't, uh, sorry, here we go. Uh, but Stan, why are you so mad? Try to understand that I do want you as a fan. I just don't want you to do some crazy shit. I seen this one shit on the news a couple of weeks ago that made me sick. Oh, boy. Tie-in. I mean, it's weird that he would also bring this up. Random. Like, you know what I mean? You know, I actually watched a news story that's very applicable to this specific situation. Uh, I believe his name was Stan, too. Like, I mean, it's taken so long to get back to Stan, probably because you were lingering on unnecessary details in your other correspondence. (laughs) Cut this shit out. Very, very, like, stream of cut, yeah. I was watching the news the yeah. other night, and you know, I noticed there's a guy in India who has the longest nails in the world. Also bought some new shoes and a different toothpaste. See, Stan. They're putting charcoal in toothpaste now. You know, did you read you about this, Stan? You would not read about Here's it. Here's a link. Let me write it out. Hang on. <laughs> I can make it rhyme with everything. Everything. The link rhymes. Uh, all right. I heard the crazy shit on the news. Some dude was drunk and drove his car over a bridge and his girlfriend, he had his girlfriend in the trunk and she was pregnant with his kid. And in the car they found a tape, but they didn't say who it was was to. Come to think about it, his name was, it was you. Well, off to the post office to send this (laughs) in this world of... Okay, couple of things. Talk right. to me. So the f- okay, <laughs> let's finish with the one you've already recognised. Okay, the first one I want to say is our theory that the police sent it to Eminem. It's like, well, there was literally no. He says that there was no address. Yeah. Right. Cassette okay. tape. No right. address. So. So let's not get into Eminem. How's that? Right. That makes it's cops no sense. Leaked. The cops aren't following up. Fake news. That isn't leaked. And the second one is exactly as you have mentioned, which is probably. No need to send the letter, I ah, guess. I don't need to finish it. Just don't even know. Just yeah. Come to think of it. You... The worst case scenario, you write, come to think of it, and then you stop writing, and then you have your revelation. You don't go, you don't write your revelation. That's anti-revelation. That 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 is not a position in a revelation to I go, mean, come to think of it, I it was you. Right. No, the more I piece it together, everything makes sense. You were doing all that stuff. I feel so fucking dense. Yes, Dan, you're that guy who drove his wife off the bridge. Man, I can't believe I couldn't think of that. 
<laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> no, but you're right. I think you're being generous at like, like even giving him that last couple of words. Oh, the last couple. Like, yeah, come, not okay. Come to think yeah, of no. It. Come to th- again. Come to think of it, ramping up to your revelation. <laughs> I mean, even the fact where he's like that guy, where he's like girlfriend, and they found a tape, but they didn't say who it was true. Okay. <laughs> Right, that's yeah, where yeah. They, that's the last possible moment that he's having the revelation. Absolutely, that's the moment where he goes, "Oh shit! Oh my god! Fuck! This stands the guy." <laughs> you don't go, "Hey, well, come oh. to think of come it, think of it was you, love, M. Will you send this out? Holy shit! I think that was Damn. Stan. Stan killed Damn. his wife, and Stan's dead. Make Damn. sure it gets to Stan. Send it out." <laughs> That's a deep dig on Stan. <laughs> Cleared up a lot of questions for me, though. Finally. As well. All closure. Right. We're the only ones with closure. Uh, thank you, Gareth, for being on the podcast. Thank you, Will. Uh, do you have some dates and some things you want to plug? I'm yes, gonna, I'm gonna I will. I'm going to put this up in the next couple of days because here's why. I'm about to be in Montreal for the Just for Laughs Comedy Festival doing my show Critically Will. I'm doing six shows, which is exactly six times more shows than I've ever done. Okay. I've previously done one show. Okay. That's how that maths works. So things are getting better? Uh, yeah. Well, you can't keep up with this. Uh, you you can't do another version of, of that demand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, basically there was about eight. We want 41 shows. I think this is literally what it was been. I think this might be my eighth visit or something to Montreal. Okay. And it wasn't traditional a festival that did this sort of big long the sort of one hour style shows right it was more sort of a showcase doing your sort of gala spots bigger audience right, lineup right, right. shows and traditionally that's what it was the only people who do longer shows would be your sort of big yeah your seinfeld type acts who'd come to town and do it right but in the last sort of five or six years they've kind of embraced that culture because a lot of the artists now are doing one-person shows everywhere. And yeah, have it makes that, sense, yeah. Like, you know, that's what the artists want to do when they come to town. They want to be able to do their shows For as sure. well, right? yeah. And because the other festivals, you know, do those sort of things, so these acts already have these shows. If you're bringing someone from Melbourne or whatever, they, they have a show they could do. Yeah. So they've been developing it. And it's, it's like great. it's slowly developing, but it's developing, you know. It's still six shows. And so, yeah, so I have twice previously done one show. And this year I am doing six shows. So okay. what I'm saying is there are tickets available. <laughs> okay, right. Um, <laughs> pleasingly, it's only a small venue. No, but, that's great uh, though. Pleasingly, you'd rather that. Ple- yeah, oh, absolutely. For sure. Pleasingly, towards the weekend, it, it is uh, selling well. But uh, it starts on Tuesday night, and you know, if you're thinking I'd like to come, and uh, I'm sure Will wouldn't mind which night of the week I came on. I don't mind, but Tuesday's if good. If you come on Tuesday or Tuesday's Wednesday, good. like early on. They would be if good, you want to have a be beer with Will, Tuesday's up. a good one to go to. That would definitely be, be a, a good, good one night. to maybe get a beer, possibly. Yeah, exactly. Out of all of them. It might only be us, so we can definitely... That's what, when we went to Iceland and did a show, it was like, you know, our Iceland draw was like decent, but not uh, Bjork. Right. And uh, Which is how they measure all... Uh, draws in, and especially Iceland. after going to punk museums. There, I'm like, okay, so she is the gold standard. Right. But we were, you know, there was like, like ten or fifteen people that we just went out with after because it was kind of like a smaller right. thing, and it was such a fucking great night where you're like, you can, you know, have a hang. Oh, I could comfortable. Not, I could not stress more. If like you know, you would like to come out and support me. How much? How <laughs> grateful I will be of that, and how it is a good opportunity to have a beer and say hello. Tuesday's the one, guys. You know, happy hour. Maybe will s- Anderson. Maybe and will over the top is over com- the top at the show. I might, I might give you a private rendition. <laughs> yeah, play some improv so, games. There's a chance for some hammer shorts. This is what I'm saying. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, well, my podcast uh, that I have with Dave Anthony called The Dollop will be coming to your country. Will, I don't know Australia. if you know that you're from there. Yeah, it's Australia, exactly. And uh, you're from there. And we will be at Melbourne, Perth, the Gold Coast, Brisbane, Sydney, Auckland, and Canberra. Canberra, Canberra. 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 Like I said, not a cheese. Um, we will be there uh, starting October 19th. Auckland is also in New Zealand. October. Just for, just for the pedantic people. Uh, October 19th through uh, October 26th. And there's a possibility you'll see Will Anderson at some of those. And uh, you can find that stuff at dollopodcast.com. Uh, and there's a link for tour schedule. Yeah. And we'll be in New York and uh, New Jersey in August, like August 25th and 26th. I was actually there. hoping to do um, a couple of the other of the shows. I'm doing some. Well, we had a pie-in-the-sky dream right. of but, um, a full tour. Yeah, which I th- like was a possibility originally when we thought yeah. it might happen. Yeah. Uh, but I can't go into too much detail, but I literally yeah. am now, like, looks like I'm starting some new thing. Yeah. Like the week, uh, well, a week in or whatever. No. And it's like one of those things where even the ones I'm like, I'm definitely doing these ones. I, I told, you know, when you tell something like I'm fine with it, yeah. but when you tell it to someone official in your life about your schedule going into something. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, what are you, hang yeah. on, what are you doing the week before? Yeah. Yeah. What, hang on, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hang on, what? do you think you're preparing for this new thing? Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that'll be fine. Um, Good on yeah. you. No, well, hopefully. Previously you... agreed to it. Yeah. That's what I've, it's in my, it's in my diary. <laughs> It's in my diary. So in Stan's diary too, I think. Yeah, it's in, definitely in Stan's diary. Yeah, he's got it carved in his yeah, arm. It's all on a cassette tape, actually. That I'm recording. <laughs> yeah, it's in the bridge. It's under. The, it's under the bridge. One. I now record the. Oh, no, look! I've just made myself bleed. Oh man, you got. Yeah, you got to. I really just like you know. It happens. We want to. We want to get here. I mean, you are. You're covering. I mean, we got to. <laughs> what is going on? This is. It's a blow fop. Okay, so you have like a little scab on your finger and you do what, you know, I'd say probably 80% of the population does is, is you're like, hey, if I get a little bit off there, maybe I'll heal a little bit faster. But you happen, what happens to 80% of the population 60% of the time is you got a rebleeder. No, what actually happened was not even that. My flamboyance and uncoordination <laughs> have combined. So essentially, well, while I was talking to you standing up, I tried to make a hand gesture and because there's a microphone stand in front of me, my hand gesture had to like maneuver around each other and so in doing it, it just, ge- you have just, you have gesture blood to each other. <laughs> Seriously. And so, I've, I've opened up a vein and I've, and I've, and I've admitted that I pick scabs. And there's a, <laughs> gotcha. Damn it. Phil Collins Phil is Collins. writing a song about it right now. Everything rhymes with scab, Phil. Everything rhymes with scum. All right, we're done. We're done. Thank you. Thank you, Will.